So I'm speaking with composer uh, Hannon Townsend, who burst onto the composing scene when he composed Terrence Malick's uh, To the Wonder after working on the soundtrack for Tree of Life uh, as well. Hannon composed uh, the Malick-produced The Better Angels as well, and as films like uh, Believe Me, uh, Echoes of War, and now is back again with uh, Malick uh, for Night of Cups. Uh, Hannon, thank you so much for your time. It's such, so great to chat again. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. So last time we talked, uh, it was for To the Wonder, and we, we covered a bit about your background uh, then, but I would love to revisit kind of the story of how you kind of became uh, Terry Malick's go-to composer. Like, how did this all kind of start and come together? Sure, yeah. Um, well, I was uh, studying at the uh, University of Texas here in Austin as a, um, a study abroad student, and um, one of the producers, Nicholas Gonda, put out a call for a um, composer, the email said, hi, we're looking for a composer to work with an, an, an acclaimed director. That's all it said. Wow. It was very, kind of uh, very, very, uh, very, very brief and very nonspecific. Uh, and um, um, I kind of jumped at the opportunity and um, uh, got in touch with, with uh, Nick, uh, Nick Gonda. And uh, um, lo and behold, it was um, Terry was the acclaimed director of whom the email was speaking of. What was your uh, reaction when you found that out? I mean, <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it kind of actually, um, uh, to, be, to be honest, to be completely honest, I didn't really. I, I knew who Terry was. I, I remember seeing um, I remember seeing uh, the New World right. in New Zealand. But you know, I, I, I grew up on a dairy farm in New Zealand. I was I was not very educated when it came to came to like you know uh, films. I, I never did film studies at school. I never did any, any of that. So when I when I met Terry, I was I was familiar with his work, but I didn't really understand how much respect he commanded as a you know, as a kind of sort of an enigma of of the filmmaking community, uh, which was probably a good thing. Right. No, yeah, of course. Because it meant that I I never really kind of it, it took it took a while for me to realize like oh wow this is kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, so so, so yeah. over yeah over the projects you've worked with him, uh, how has that uh, composer director relationship evolved between you two from when you started to up till now? Um. Or has it changed at all? Is it is it the same kind of? <laughs> the uh, same? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, Terry. You know, Terry. Terry's a really um, Terry's a very uh, how to describe it. He's he he's very respectful of people. Mm-hmm. He's very respectful of people's skills and their and their talents. He he never takes that for granted. Um, so I I feel like it has changed because we know each other a little a little bit more, and he's maybe able to speak his mind a little bit more. Right. But in many ways, I still feel like it's the same as when I first walked into the office, you know, for the first time, like, I feel like he's still the same. He's still very, very respectful and very, um, very, very kind of, he, he has a real kind of way of knowing someone's, um, uh, uh, skills and, and understanding what they're good at doing and getting them to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it, it has changed, but at the same time, you know, it kind of hasn't. Right. Um, and so, yeah. so when you sat down for for Night of Cups, uh, what were those first conversations you had like over the music? What was what did he want from you musically uh, for this for this particular picture? Um, well, uh, you know, when when working with Terry, I felt like um, 
you know, everything that we've been doing in, in many ways is kind of, I, f I feel in some ways is an extension of what we kind of started doing with, uh, uh, you know, you've probably noticed, I don't know if you've seen Night of Cups, but if you've seen, if, you know, for those who, who have seen Night of Cups, uh, you know, it's kind of an extension of um, some of the work he's been doing since the Tree of Life. So I feel like the music is an extension of that. But at the same time, you know, Terry has very specific ideas of what he's wanting, you know, to achieve. Right. right. And, uh, and you know, when when we first sat down, I think it was kind of talking about Rick, uh, you know, Christian Bale's character, and kind of trying to find a way to kind of represent his journey, this wandering uh, a journey that kind of um, uh, leads him to try and find some meaning in his life or, or, or you know, with, and whether you see that meaning as just being finding himself or maybe finding God or finding, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We're all searching for something. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, a key element of the score was that, was trying to find a way of representing that in a musical form. Um, and, uh, and you know, and of course as well, another big part of the score, and, and we talked about this early on, is kind of taking these, you know, you know, Terry uh, uses these very, uh, these very um, key classical pieces, and um, you know, I as the composer try and find a way of kind of uh, of uh, shadowing them, uh, right. so, so that it doesn't just feel like we have a piece of music by Grieg, and then a piece of music by Arvo Part, and then a piece of music by, but we but we have we we have that music, but then we also have these other smaller pieces that help to tie together um, these 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 larger classical works just to help give the score a sense of continuity. So it's kind of multifaceted, really, the, the, the process of working with Terry. It's not just one thing. It's right. kind of a, a whole handful of different things. So when you come into the project, do you know, I mean, he, he's very, he's known for using, you know, these kind of big uh, classical uh, pieces that he's in love with. And um, do you know exactly, has he already spotted kind of the, the cut, uh, the cut of the film, I guess? I mean, I know the editing process for him is different too, but um, do you kind of know where the, classical pieces are going to appear in the film before you start working no no not really i mean i'm just kind of working based on the things that he's liking uh so yeah because you, you know usually he doesn't you know as you kind of you know mentioned with the editing process the film is an, an ever-changing thing right, right, ever-changing right. and ever-changing uh i mean the film the film that i saw uh which was you know probably um, I'm trying to think when it was. It was a while ago, but but then like okay, so the the last version I saw of the cut, and then and then the version I saw on the in the movie theater was you know was quite different. It changed you know quite dramatically, and even the music placements had changed. Uh, so um, you know, so of course you know a big question people always ask me is, am I, you know, am I working with the picture? Or am I working with specific moments in the picture? And usually the answer is no. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm just creating, um, you know, Terry, Terry kind of talks about it like, you know, he's the carpenter and I'm providing him with the nails and the lumber to kind of, you know, right. so, uh, you know, so, so I'm just kind of creating my own thing um, off to the side, really. So when you guys are working together and in, in, in that process, um, and he, he say he pitches you an idea, uh, do you ever, uh, now that you kind of know each other a little better, do you ever kind of speak up and maybe go, actually, I think this could be a better way to go. I feel like <laughs> I'd be intimidated to say something like that to him, but I don't know if you have the kind of uh, ability to kind of, or is he very kind of set in his decisions and he kind of can't really change uh, his, 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 his mind? 
Yeah, uh, it's good. That's a, I mean, that's a good question. Um, well, I think that there are often times where I disagree with uh, um, not, and it's not so much disagreeing with with the with the music choice or something. I just feel like it might be interesting to try something else. Right. Terry's very very open to that, though. You know, like I mean, if I say, "Hey, Terry, I'd really like to try this or try that." He'll he'll always be very very open to that, and uh, um, and I mean there I I feel like Terry's the master of experimentation. He he wants to try. I, I honestly I feel like if if he could he would try everything. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but of course you know that's probably not realistic. But 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 you know but we. I, I will often experiment with things and say I, I really want to try this and, and and sometimes you know sometimes it'll it'll work like like a dream and other times it won't work you know so uh, it's just kind of uh, you know allowing um, yeah just kind of I mean I go I go into this I go into the process of working with Terry very very differently to how I go in you know working with other directors and it's not because um, it's not because uh, of anything to do with Terry or, or the you know or or the way he works. It's just it's just this process is much more kind of uh, it's much more kind of fluid and this it's an ever changing thing. So if uh, if if I bring up an idea and it's a great idea and then it works and then it doesn't work at some point, all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore. You know that's just part of it, and so I just kind of go into it just very. Uh, I I have everything with open hands, mm -hmm. so to speak. I just kind of allow it to be whatever it is, right. and uh, um, you know, people pe people often ask me like, you know, there'll be like a uh, like whether or not there are cues that I've written that that maybe get taken out of the movie, and how do I feel about that? Uh, and I just always say like. You know what? If if it was taken out, it was taken out for good reason, and uh, and um, you know that's just part of it. So I have to go into it with this kind of that that kind of mentality. Yeah, I guess it's almost like you're surrendering uh, yourself to. I mean, trusting him as well to to make sure that he's taking your work. I mean, like you said, he's the the carpenter, and you're kind of providing him with the tools. So when you, um, you know, you're when you're writing the the, the music at any given point and he's, you know, he says, Oh, we're going to do this, write it. So when you saw the, the finished product, um, was it kind of how you imagined it would be used or did he kind of surprise you in ways where it's like, Oh, I didn't think he would have done that or do, or do that. Um, I think most of the time it was kind of used in a way that I, that I envisioned it because whenever we wrote this music, you know, we would usually try and, um, We'd usually try and embody, embody something in the music that was a representation of something in a character, like, um, uh, uh, like for example, there's um, uh, a piece, you know, th three pieces of music I wrote for the film called the Water Themes, mm -hmm. and um, and you know, uh, they they were a representation of uh, of uh, as I kind of mentioned before, a representation of Rick's character of his journey, and uh, and. You know, so usually when they were used, I felt like they were used in a way to represent that. Uh, um, yeah, so there, were, there wasn't really anything that caught me that caught me off guard when I watched the film uh, to to how it was used because I feel like we kind of we've kind of refined that a little bit. We've refined this kind of process of of kind of just working outside the picture and kind of honing in on something about a character or something about the movie and and uh, and I mean often they're very 
uh, they're very metaphorical kind of representations. They're not like, oh, the the music's telling us, telling me this. You right. know, it's like, it's usually more like telling. It's trying to represent a struggle that a character's having or something along those lines. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I yeah, I don't think there was anything that that kind of threw me off guard too much. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is with with uh, Terry. Ter- Terry's films, they really connect with me a lot. I mean, he's one of my favorite directors, and the way I think the way you guys work, even the you know the finished products have been uh, uh, really amazing. So you, I mean, I really love the, the work that you guys do. So I think you guys are an amazing team. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, so I mean, and touching, you know, you mentioned about the other films you do and how it's so different. So I mean, you did some great scores for Believe Me and, and Echoes of War. So when you're working with a, a, a director in a more in a non, I guess not. I don't want to say I don't want to say traditional, but in a non Malik <laughs> type of a workflow, what is what is kind of the first thing that pulls the music out of you? If you're watching a, a first cut of a film and you're spotting and and getting the ideas, uh, is it the characters? Is it the um, the setting? The, the the plot? I mean, what's really the first thing that kind of ignites inspiration in you? Yeah. Uh, well, usually, uh, in a in an ideal world, I should say it would be it would be the script. Uh, there are times I've read scripts and felt very uninspired by it, and I feel like sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, movies, some movies don't don't work as well as scripts. But then you see the movie, you're like, wow, that's right, like right, that right. the script was no was not a good, it just it just wasn't a good representation for the movie. Uh, so so it all it all depends. So, sometimes it's even you know, the, depending on how much time there is. Sometimes it can even be the temp music. You know, I know that's kind of crappy to say, but um, I mean, there's a lot of great great music out there so i'm not saying that the music's not great but uh um i i usually like to be involved on a pro on a, on a project early on uh, before they've even shot the movie that's my that's my that's my sweet spot i would say that's the way i love things to be because then i feel like i'm able to have a real influence on on the entire um the the music feels like it's 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 melded together with the movie. It's not just slapped on top at the right, end or right, something, right, yeah. Right. And 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 you see that a lot where music you just feel like the music's the music's trying so hard, or or vice versa, the film's trying so hard to match the music, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's that there's that delicate balance where sometimes you see a movie and you feel like, wow, they're really just one, you know, the the cinematography, the 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 story itself you know the you know everything the just everything feels like it's it's kind of one thing uh and uh um that's that's my ideal i love to be involved early on i love to read the script and i love to just kind of just kind of kind of uh um kind of stew over the ideas and stew over the kind of the the vision of the film a little bit and then i just and then i usually just go and start writing and i like will write pieces of music that go for like 25 minutes you know wow, these wow. random kind of experimental things and send it to the director and they're like um yeah i listened to like 10 minutes of it <laughs> like i listened to 10 minutes and then i got to 10 minutes and i was like yeah but but you know but you know I, I i always find that it's really really helpful not just for for me but for the director and for everyone to kind of like have some kind of even if it's not the right direction at least you've tried something early on and you kind of it allows you time to kind of develop ideas versus this this kind of fast-paced sort of hollywood approach where it's just kind of get it in and get it done you know right um which which is nice i, I love i love to do that yeah that's yeah and i think that's how it should be done too i mean i mean i'm not a musician so from a filmmaking standpoint i think that's the I and mean, since music is so important to me in the narrative i feel like it, that's the the way to let it kind of uh 
influence the, the the picture and then again the picture influences the music and so i think it's a totally a, yeah yeah great back and forth but um so kind of uh uh if you had to describe going back to to malik to terry if you had to describe your collaboration so far with with uh, terry and the work you've accomplished in one word if you had one word to describe it what would that word be One word. Um, I guess I would say. I guess I'd say journey. Journey. I feel like it's been it's been a journey for me and my like this this whole experience of me coming to the states, working with Terry. It's been kind of surreal in many ways, but it feels like it's been like the ultimate kind of journey. Like it's been really. Um, you know, I've 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 never uh, I've never for one second taken it for granted. You know, like I've just enjoyed every every moment of it. And I'm I'm a real kind of you know a lot of people really want to get to the final place. They're like they don't enjoy the journey because they're like wanting to get to the end. Like when am I going to get this? When am I going to be famous? Or when am I going to be rich? Or when am I going to be this or whatever it is? I've just never never felt that way. I've always enjoyed the journey. Uh, and uh, so I feel like that represents not just my experience with Terry, but my my kind of experience in in, in everything uh, you know since since I've come to the states. That's uh, that's, a, that's a, those are inspiring words. I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I guess it's just it's kind of the way, just just kind of the way I am. Just kind of the way I feel. So. Right. So yeah. so going forward, uh, I think it was announced that Ennio Morricone would be scoring Voyage of Time, but. He has another film in the in the works called I think right now it's called Weightless. Is there any uh, status on that? Will he be scoring that? Can you say? I don't know if you're allowed to, but <laughs> I I can't say anything. Okay. Like <laughs> uh, understandable. <laughs> I'll, we'll leave it at that. But Hannah, I wish oh I wish I could. I I think I think I can say though. Um, I think I think I can say that I um that uh. I'm I'm not I I'm not sure about whether or not Morricone scoring um, uh, the, oh, uh, time. the 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 void the voyage of time I think that might have been a some some leak that that right. got out of hand yeah I don't think there was an uh, official word but, I think it was yeah yeah but that's but that but that's probably that's that's pretty much all I all I can say okay well that's I'll take that then <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hannon thank you again so much for your time it's uh, again always a pleasure to chat with you and, and congrats on another wonderful collaboration with, with Terry and a, another wonderful score so thank you so much thank you man thanks for having me I appreciate it.